Hello and welcome to the Underpowered Podcast, a gaming podcast where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. I'm Shelby Stokes, and joining the cast today, Casey Cool. Hello. And the one guy, Sean Spool Pool. And that one guy. The one that guy. one guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one guy. I am but just one man. Is that your call sign? But just one man, but really a myth. Yeah. But one man. But one man instead of punch, one punch oh. man. Sean is but one man. Right. No, Sean is our like official third, unofficial official third chair. He's the... Uh, unofficial official. Yeah. That's kind of a double negative yeah. in a way. Official, unofficial. It's officially yeah. unofficial. Like, that's just how it has to yeah. be. Yeah. Speaking of uh, unofficial, you... should, we, should we get some business out of the way right now? Let's knock it out. Okay. So, uh, Shelby and I are huge giant bomb fans and giant bomb kind of rocked the world last week of three like uh figureheads left the company that had been with the business forever uh alex uh vinnie caravilla brad shoemaker and alex uh what can i think of alex navarro alex yeah thank you alex navarro i thought it was alex alex yes alex his yeah (laughs) yeah his parents got real lazy yeah it's it's his middle name as well alex alex like Mario, Mario. Uh, no, I mean it's they, uh, they, you know, three personalities that I've enjoyed listening to years and mm-hmm. years, four years and years. I've listened to them for a very long time. I think I turned Casey onto them as well as Doctor Z in the in the Discord. I really enjoyed their takes on games and the three main players, not main players, but three of the main players are kind of saying goodbye. Yeah. Which was kind of hard to hear. I think they're going to continue to try to put out a podcast. It sounds like they have some people in play. They're going to try to pick up the pieces. Yeah. But it was definitely a tough week to hear those individuals go dark. Well, I know Vinny's your favorite, and um, I'm I'm a Vinny fan. He's a dad. He's like the dad. He is the dad of Giant Beast. You know, like everyone's like, oh, Vinny. But um, they haven't said what they any of them are doing anything. Brad Brad Shoemaker's doing a podcast with Will Smith, not the Will Smith, but Will Smith from uh, that not does like stuff for VR and gaming. He works with some <laughs> of the big ones. He's been on Jam Pump as the Will Smith. Not exciting. No, that the other Will Smith is just posting pictures of his body, showing how out of shape he is, and he's still in pretty good shape. So it made me feel bad. Well, yeah, because isn't he doing like a hundred day challenge, or he's like doing something to get? I don't know. He's fifty years old. He looks fine for fifty years old in my eyes. Uh, <laughs> so point in case. Uh, I was listening to Jeff Gerthman, who's obviously like, these are close friends of his. This is his ship, right? Giant Bombs. They started Giant Bombs because Jeff Gerthman got released from GameSpot originally. And it was weird to hear his take on video games and video game media. And he's like, no one reads. Like, we don't do reviews. And I was like, huh, they don't do reviews. They're right. They haven't written a review. Like, their last one's 2019. And I said to Shelby, we've been having a hard time with writing just because of everything we did. So I called Shelby up and I said... All right, I think the only way we can get out of doing these reviews is if we both take the punishment together. <laughs> and uh, Shelby said, yeah. Shelby said, oh, okay, if I get out of writing exercises, yeah. then I guess. <laughs> yeah. Please tell me one of you is going to be Wario and the other one is going to be Waluigi. So this is the debate. Who's who? <laughs> uh, Casey's Wario. Yeah, for I sure. What yeah, the- yeah. <laughs> You're the mastermind, the one that's always like... I Come think on. you guys are saying I'm festively plump. <laughs> I think that's what's going on. But whatever. You do have the hair. You have the uh, hair to match. Yeah, I would never say that, but you said that. True. So, and I know you love I Elon did. Musk. So after his SNL performance, you're good to go. Yeah, I did. I did. That's our new emote in the Discord: is uh, confused Wario Elon. 
So if you're in our Discord and you want to show like you're confused, just drop the Elon emote. Yeah. We got some more coming. I got I can make Sean an anime character and then Shelby. I got or no, I'm gonna make Shelby an anime character. I want to use the one with Sean drinking the juice box as like oh. sus when someone <laughs> says something suspect from Funhouse when we when he's doing that. I thought that was perfect. <laughs> like, hmm, I'm not I'm not buying that. Yeah. So we're gonna do that sometime this summer. Yes. Yeah. Do you know the origin of that image? No. No. Why don't you tell us? That was when we were between uh, Machinima and Funhouse and Rooster Teeth. Um, when no one knew what we were really doing, um, that was taken on the Sony lot in Studio City. Uh, okay. And it was like a hint. It was like a hint of where we were and what we were doing because we were on the lot. And I think in the background you can see like something. I think some one person on like the subreddit figured out where we were. Is it the Minute Maid sponsor? Sony and Minute Maid have right. ties together. <laughs> Apple juice. Yeah, I don't remember. Apple products. Sony. I don't remember why I had a juice box, but sure. it was delicious. I'm more of a Martinelli's guy. I, I haven't met many juice yeah. boxes I don't like. <laughs> Martinelli's? What is that? The, you know, like the sparkling ciders. Are those the cans with the top? They're the ones that look like an... When we were kids, they were glass, but the glass looked like an apple. Oh, that is some fancy kid apple juice right there. <laughs> right. If, that is fancy. I was a Capri Sun kid. Yeah. Maybe a Sunny D. If your kids drink out of glass bottles, you have made it in life. I'm just saying. They're made of plastic now, but the, uh, you, no, you usually get like sparkling cider from Martinelli's around like the holiday time. Well, maybe in your this fancy households. That's like <laughs> a famous Pacific. Wow, you guys are. I don't think I. I know what they are, but my family never. We never. Sorry, I didn't them. have a passageway to Narnia in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, they're good. Highly Sorry, recommend. I Sorry, I didn't live on but, an estate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, could you go pick me another apple off the juice tree? Yes, mm, quite yeah. delicious. Mm, this one is not aged yeah. correctly. <laughs> Spit it in my mother's face. Uh, um, but before we get too far away from Giant Bomb, you know, pour one out for them. Yeah, I yeah. was a big fan. I'm a big fan. We'll continue to follow those personalities. Mm-hmm. I hope they can salvage it. I think they still got a couple of good team members. They, they, it, they, they, they inspired. Yeah, I mean, they inspired this podcast mm-hmm. and and other podcasts and we killed them but... good job everyone we did <laughs> yeah, it we did it <laughs> no i'm a big dan Rankert fan i'm a big vein fan and brad and alex you're absolutely right and and they they uh jeff bacalar who used to be on giant beast is now with giant bomb so i'm curious what jeff and jeff gersman will do together and uh, yeah are they gonna merge the two with cnet and you would giant think, bomb? yeah because yeah. they have what giant beast and then giant giant beast is gone oh. they did their last podcast which was episode 311 and they made some 311 puns which i was which, like fitting because i listened to them both for about six seven months or whatever last year when i was delivering is giant beast the east coast mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. Yeah. right they were like the new yorkers and stuff yeah 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 they seemed a little bit more off topic on it and i eventually yeah. kind of parked it for a while so now i have a whole bunch of episodes to go back and listen to in terms yeah. of my backlog on the podcasts but yeah i mean they've done good work i'm just excited to see what they continue to do um yeah, yeah. but but they're playing games we're playing games ever forward ever onward yeah, we're still going to do TLDR. I did it right that time, Sean. I want to point that out. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we're going to start posting those on our social media. So that's where you're going to see our written reviews because we only want to write maybe a paragraph and a half. Um, yeah. But so, And then for anyone that doesn't know what the TLDRs are, it's basically like a single image that gives you all that stuff you'd get from a review in one like quick <laughs> TLDR mm-hmm. format where you just see all the images. 
it's it's for people that can't or don't like to read. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, I like the pictures. Wait, my favorite joke is like, what's Instagram? It's like Twitter for people who can't read. <laughs> I'm excited to do that. I got some games on docket. We're kind of gonna just go back to our old ways too. Of I be the game. Here's some games I want to play. Which ones are we gonna play? And just make it fun because Shelby and I have a stressful foreseeable future in the next few months and we just want to make this kind of flow like we used to yeah adulting is hard and uh yeah. that's kind of the reason we started this up cross the yeah. games off the backlogs so speaking, we're doing that speaking of which i just thought of this i think we need to do a weekly check-in of where shelby's computer is at yes yeah. <laughs> we should do we should make that up until it arrives or it shifts or whatever i actually just checked it today and there is no movement on it whatsoever <laughs> Yet the estimated delivery date is still May 13th, which is two days from today, and it's not even in the warehouse. Okay, I want so. I want pictures on our shoulders. Next day delivery. Yeah. Oh, yes. looking good. I'll put out a Twitter poll. When will Shelby get his computer? And we'll see if the results match. <laughs> I will love it. I, Sean, you're still saying before the end of the month? Yes, I think like the 31st yeah. Yeah, or was. something was my, I'm, I'm, my bet. Because I think originally their estimation yeah. was... Yeah, in May or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. They they estimated May thirteenth, but they haven't even gotten to the phase where they're gathering parts based on what <laughs> I'm seeing. So this could be real bad. But also, I haven't heard anything from them. You'd think they would have sent me an email two weeks ago, like, "Yeah, dude, sorry, you might well, never get a computer." Maybe they maybe. have teleportation technology, and we just don't know. About maybe it. just sit in the so. warehouse and they're waiting to ship it out day of. Or, or maybe they just took my money and shipped it off to like a foreign country or something, and it's already been trans uh, converted to rubles or whatever. Maybe it's making Dogecoin. Russia? It's in Russia? <laughs> yes, it's in Russia. I'm Okay, I'm pretty sure you're going to get it sooner. Yeah, well, it's funny that you bring that up because I went to go fire up my computer to record this podcast, and it immediately like restarted itself. I'm like, oh, <laughs> cool. Oh, good. Cool, cool. Good. Good. So the, the podcast is yeah. so I really I'm hoping you get it before. That's great. Right. You want to change your bet? Uh, yeah. Kinda. Kinda. Um, so what are you playing these days, Shelby? If you can't play on the computer, you're playing on your series X, right? What do you, X series, what do you, what do you yeah. X series? Um, so I got back into Outriders. I was a little sour on it last week. Yeah, I had a really good session this week. Um, really enjoyed it. I think that there are some difficulty spikes and if I hit another one of those, I might be done with it. But um, as of the last session, I'm enjoying it again. Um, yeah. You hear it, developers. Make your games make easier. Make it easy for me. Uh, but I have been playing Dead Space 3, which is on my backlog. Oh. And I've been enjoying that quite a bit. And this is a replay for you, right? You played this a long time ago? No, never? Oh. It is a little bit more action-y than I remember Dead Space 1 or 2 being, which I think is also reflected in the reviews yeah, back in the day. By the By the reviewers. We can't swear. I mean, you can believe. Yeah. I'll put the thing <laughs> It got stuffed on. Yeah. So it got, it got dunked. Dude, dunked on pretty tough. Got dunked. <laughs> dunked. Um, but yes, the, the reviewers and stuff didn't like it. I played it a couple of years ago. I did like a Dead Space series playthrough. And mm. I'm curious to see what you think of three. Yeah. Is it scary? I mean, I have fond memories of one and two, so this is like kind of good nostalgia for me. Like, oh man, why did I ever, why did I ever stop playing this series? How come I ever played this game? Um, I'm enjoying it. The crafting elements they try to shoehorn in, I'm not crazy yeah. about. 
and there's not a lot of guidance in terms of what you can build or should build. Um, the third person shooting is feels tight. Uh, if I remember right, a big thing they add in three, three has co-op or something, or you can co-op. I believe it does. Yeah, I believe it does. I have not tried any of the co-op. Uh, I. It feels a lot more actiony than the old ones. It is very. It's less scary, more actiony. Mm-hmm. I think that's why people really panned it, and also I think the story isn't that good compared to the other ones. Yeah, it's it's definitely a horror game, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you walk into a corridor, they rush you with guys, you're always on the verge, not always, but, I mean, you, there's a good chance that you're on the verge of death Oh, they changed, quite frequently. If I remember, they changed the babies. So the baby monsters were terrifying oh, yeah. in 1 and 2 because it was literally, like, babies that had become zombies or whatever you want to call them. Necroids? Zombie babies. Got it. Okay. Yeah, right. but the zombie babies were, like, tentacle, like, spidery things that would climb on... They were terrifying in 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. And in 3, they changed them from babies because people had complained that they were baby babies. So I think they're like my response animals or something more so. They were babies. Right. Once they got the tentacles coming out of them, they're not babies anymore. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think people had complained overseas or wherever and just they changed um, some stuff like that. So people were like, oh that was a staple of the they were terrifying. Are is the game is the story any good? Are you like are you following it for the beats? Are you following along? Does it keep your interest at all? Yeah, I mean, the story is decent um, so far, based on what I played. The first couple of games, I remember having a really good story. Um, but they kind of played on your psyche a little bit in the first two, which was kind of fun. Like, you couldn't really tell what was real or what was imaginary there for a mm. couple stretches of the game. I haven't experienced any of that. Uh, this one is where I'm at in the game. You basically crash land on a spaceship and then you're able to go from one spaceship to the other so it feels like an open world but it's a very linear linear game um so they try to give you the scope from time to time but for the most part it's pretty linear corridor shooter i do see that there's side quests in there which i don't remember being in one and two which is kind of an odd choice i don't know how that'll play out but uh yeah i'm enjoying it it's it's nice to kind of get in there and kind of just turn off and shoot some zombies there they've done some really cool stuff in dead space that i feel like should be implemented in games we're seeing now and they're not Mm-hmm. Um, the way that they run their inventory management is basically a screen that pops up in front of your character. And then it just gives you an over the shoulder view of what's in your inventory. That's also where they play like the video logs within the game as well. And I really enjoy the way they present that because it feels in world. And I can also mm-hmm. like walk away from a console and still hear the story. Like it's playing right in front of me. So many mm-hmm. of these games are like, Nope, you have to sit by that recorder and listen to this all the way through. Yeah. And I just it, really enjoy how they're doing that. It almost reminds me of like VR without VR. You yeah. Know? Cause it's like, you get this gooey or whatever over you. Cause it's basically what the idea is. It's like his suit projects is like a little projector onto his helmet. I think. Either into his helmet or whatever. Like Minority Report? Yeah. Kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. so it's like that kind of idea where only you can see that in the game. It's not like it just comes over your face and takes over the whole screen. You can tell that it's like right. in-world. Yeah. And it's also in-world, right? So like when you open a text log or something of that nature, it'll pop up in front of your character and you can read it right there. Rather than like pausing into a menu or going in and freezing the game, you're actually in world reading some of the stuff. And they play with that a little bit, right? You'll start reading something or hear an audio log and then they'll 
make something go bump in the room and it'll freak you out a little bit. Do you like scary stuff? Are you a horror? You're not like, I never see, like, oh, let's watch a horror movie or hear you talk about the horror genre. How is that your Definitely tease? Definitely not okay, a so, horror guy. Same. Yeah. That's, I figured we, I thought we had that in common. Yeah, no, I don't really go down that path. Like I said, fond memories. And when those first two, when the first game came out, it was like, dude, you have to play this. Mm. And that kind of, that kind of got me hooked on this series in particular. First so. one's spooky. There's like two kinds of horror games, like real, I guess, at their core. It's like the kind where you can fight back and the kind where you can't. And I feel like the kind where you, you just scream. The kind where you can't, you just have to run away or hide or whatever. <laughs> like those are the most terrifying, in my opinion. Like is that what Five Nights is? The run and hide? Five time? Nights kind of. Um I'm thinking more of like um the alien game Out, outlast is oh. a good one outlast the one with the camera guy that all he has like a flashlight like his camera oh. and stuff or um i can't think of the really good one it starts with an a uh uh penumbra is the yeah, prequel why can't i think of the amnesia, amnesia. Yep. there you go That's amnesia it. is like a perfect example of one that you can't fight back you literally had amnesia trying to that's why you could tied it all yeah. together yeah and w- one other thing that i'm really liking about dead space is um you know you damage enemies more significantly if you shoot like their limbs and tentacles off so it right. adds like one more layer of something to shoot for you know you're not just yeah. shooting for yeah, head you you're you're trying to get limbs off so when you're panicking you're like oh, i gotta shoot his arms off or whatever yeah yeah and then you like i always try to go for the legs first but then they start crawling after <laughs> you oh not cool man not cool yeah when their lower half's missing they're dragging blood in monster hunter it's not like that <laughs> at all like you well you can trip them up when you shoot them uh, if you have certain weapons but uh the coolest thing you can do is cut off a tail and then you can skin the tail for max. Do more numbers come off when when you try to shoot? Do no, more numbers come off the enemy when you shoot him in the leg? So, not kind of. That's been my goal. I'm like, I want bigger numbers because I've been using <laughs> the light gun. And I switched to the heavy gun. Now my numbers are bigger. I'm like, all right. But you, there's no life bar, right, you were in talking, Monster Hunter. You were talking about in Discord. You're playing a sticky heavy gun now? Is that like yeah. sticky bombs? Or like what's yeah. the sticky? Okay. I was like, what's the sticky? <laughs> sticky traps dude yeah you shoot sticky bombs onto their body and you can layer them and you can get like four or five and then all of a sudden they'll be 30 30 30 like a, a cloud of numbers will come up and the monsters freaks out um yeah i switched nice. that i made a really good set i had to farm mats uh i am deep in the monster hunter hole i keep saying that like this game was a really good pick for me yeah and our friends discord servers not the underpowered one just like our friends mm-hmm. it's all it's just turned into monster hunter chat so like the two or three of us that aren't playing monster hunter are just like what every time like yeah. every couple of minutes like what what, what? It, it's really good um i'm i've got some gear so now i'm just building sets and i just want to play and help people so if people want to come in our discord or people are trying it they can definitely do that and i i can guide them i've got good resources uh, it's just learning in-game. Um, I dyed my armor, so it's the underpowered colors. We got the crimson with the gray on my, my armor. I look like a samurai guy, and it's cool. And I'm really, really enjoying it. I'll just I'll play that forever. Um, my son's birthday is, as of this recording, it's, to, it's tomorrow, but uh, he has Pokemon Snap waiting for him. And I'm Ooh. waiting to crack that open really bad with him this week. Uh, <laughs> so you got Pokemon we Snap We both did, as that's a win for me. <laughs> right. I think... The next game I'm going to play, because, like, I don't want to eject Phoenix Wright. Phoenix Wright's a very slow burn for me. Like, I have to be in a very specific mm-hmm. mood, and I've not been in that mood because my I've been fried lately. 
I kind of... You've beaten one or two I've beaten one, and I'm like halfway done with the second one. So I want to stretch it out. But the game I'm thinking of playing next, or I'm going to start up, is Axiom Verge. I've heard of that. Good choice. Well, I, I played like a couple hours of it this week. Um, I played two yesterday. I took like a monster break, and I got pretty far. I beat like the first two bosses. Um, it's a really good Metroidvania. It's I think it's what got people's attention back to Metroidvanias, and then Hollow Knight came and Shovel Knight, you know, and those like it. It feels like old school Metroid with really nice eight bit graphics. The power ups are really cool. There's some weird like. Uh, Deuce Machina type or Ex Machina type stuff where this giant head's talking to you. You work at Area 51. The story is kind of interesting. Um, it's kind of trippy. So every time you die, save points just, it's like you put your body into a save state and they reclone you and you're like, whoa, what What happened? Your memory goes back to the clone. That's kind of like a, what's the other Tom Cruise movie that, uh, not whatever, uh, Day of Tomorrow? Or whatever, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, it's just like that where it's like, oh, okay. It's. I think this is the Tom Cruise podcast. Apparently, someone's gonna make a Last Samurai <laughs> reference later. It looks to me. It looks almost like Dead Space in two D. Kinda. It, it's. It's. It's a, a lot bit. like Metroid. It just reminds me so much of Metroid. It's got total yeah. Metroid feels. I know some people say Castlevania too, but I. I it's because of the space stuff. Um, some of the monsters they scream and jump at you, and you're like, oh, this freaks me out. And luckily, if it's it's eight bit, and so it doesn't give me horrible nightmares because I'm a total wimp with scary stuff. I do not like it at all. <laughs> at all it's it's good i'm hoping to beat that and then we'll pick a new game here but monster hunter man like I, i'm a little i think i might need to go to a self-help group because i just think about it like man i could be playing that right now or that's and, what you say you're doing but you really meet up with a bunch of other people that are just playing monster hunter all together at like a camp yes that's what would end up happening you're like oh yeah honey honey i gotta go to monster hunter helper camp uh, they're gonna help me get over. Eventually, it. his <laughs> wife just starts locking his Joy Cons in in the safe. Dude, yeah, I, I do promote. I don't need those Joy Cons. Those things only cause me trouble and heartache. Those are the worst controller Nintendo's ever made. Good. Now she knows what to lock up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and the other thing. So it was Mother's Day list last weekend. The other game we dusted off that I still enjoy. And my son said, "I just want to do this with you on Mother's Day." We played Mario Kart. We did like eight races, and Adrian played. My wife. And my son and I, and Sammy actually sat on my lap and played. And you know, they're like, you can just hold the button and there's there's an option where it keeps you on course, right? You can't right. go off course. Yep. It was perfect. Like she, she felt like she the was bumpers. doing stuff. She thought she was really cool, my two-year-old daughter. And uh, <laughs> my son learned the heartache of blue shells. But he had a really good attitude. Like he's like, I'm just going to keep playing until I get better. Like he was really good sports. Like in each level, he progressively got a higher place. So it was a really cool bonding thing for Mother's Day. So Did you guys, did, did you let your wife win? Once I let Sammy have the controllers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so your daughter let her, listen, let her win. Listen, I love my wife. I love my son, but I'm not letting anybody win at Mario Kart ever. I'll take a bullet for him, but I'm gonna. The only way they'll get better, yeah, nut up. Is if you challenge them, put up, man, get pick up them sticks. Look out for them blue shells. I'm not, no way. <laughs> you were the blue sheller, weren't you? But yeah, big Mario Kart fan. I'm hoping next time I'm over with you, Sean, at the dungeon or Melbro's place, as we call it, where you live, that we can do the 48 the forty eight race challenge. I'd love to do it. Yeah, when we looked that up, it was only like an hour and a half or two hours straight. If we did it on 200cc, we could do it in two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of gearing up for games, I know, what are you playing? Because I know Burning Crusade TBC. is on the horizon, and I, 
and you got roped into it or are you are you what's the plans here for tbc well i've been watching uh doug's stream and his guild and stuff for like quite a few months now Mm-hmm. and they all they all just seem like really cool people and i never raided in tbc back in the day like i played burning crusade back then but i just yeah. did like dungeons and pvp yeah. mostly and then like solo stuff so i was like you know what i kind of want to make a paladin and you know level up that and then try raiding with them and see how i like it because they seem cool and i've been hanging out with them we've actually been playing a bunch of overwatch this week nice. so and yeah we all like kind of read well, a few of them start. It's like with any friend group, one person or two people start to download something. They talk about it. Then, you know, next thing you know, everyone's playing this game. Either. So, yeah, 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 for sure. So we've been playing Overwatch a bunch together. And that is the main game I've been playing for the last week. Who who it's, are you in Overwatch? Who's your main? Uh, I usually put role because they do, for whatever reason, they like to play the roles or whatever, like the new mode is where basically there has to be two tanks two supports and then the rest are dps i usually play the i usually go flex which means i can play fill whatever role but that usually means i end up being support or tanky so usually i'm playing like diva or hmm. i am playing reinhardt when he's needed or if i had my choice and i could play anyone i want to it'd usually be like jump rat or may i like being really annoying oh oh you like being really <laughs> annoying wow i did i'm clipping that <laughs> So, what about you? Show me you like Overwatch. What do you play when you play? Um, I didn't play a ton of Overwatch, and all the new characters that they've added since launch. There's so many. Probably couldn't tell you. Yeah, I hadn't played in like four years, and there's so many. So I've been trying. There's the hamster. Yep. There's the guy with the big. Yeah, fist. that one's new. Yeah. There's, uh, there's a there's new the sister. Does Reinhardt yeah. have the chain? Is he like the Rhino guy with the chain? Reinhardt is the guy with the big hammer and the shield. The German fellow, he basically. Right, he's up. German. Yeah, gotcha. Yep. I remember yeah. liking the guy um, with the shotguns. Oh, Reaper. Reaper. Yeah, Reaper was decent. He's like death, kind of yeah. like. Ugh. And then the the guy with the arrow. Yeah. He was like the samurai Hanzo. guy. Yeah, I remember enjoying him too. They've changed his abilities a little bit. He's still good, but he used to be like broken, overpowered. Like he, the ricochet shot, they've changed to make it like a rapid fire shot. Mm. I always like Winston. Whenever I play or drift around with a friend, I'd just be like, let me be the big gorilla man. The big the gorilla. Yeah. yeah. He's good. I've been playing him a lot too. I've been. I don't like playing like the just the straight up tank so much. I like being like the annoying kind of like aggressive one. So Diva and Winston. And stuff. Yeah, we know you like to be annoying. We heard it here. First. And Ham- Hammond is the hamster. Yeah, which I'm, I want to be good at him, but he's funky. He basically he can like grapple hook onto a wall and then basically become like a giant um like demolition ball. wrecking ball. Cool. And you yeah wrecking ball and like slam into people and stuff. So we need Doug to play it, and when he does that, we need the get like a. Miley Cyrus dropped because he can play 15 <laughs> seconds, right? With DMCA, right? Can't he just put uh, I'm like a breaking ball every time he does it? That be it's, it's usually less unless it's relevant, which in that case be relevant. So you can probably yeah, argue. yeah, I would argue, right? He's a wrecking ball. Duh, it's I'd say this is art, <laughs> sir. That's <laughs> yeah, cool. Right. I've been trying to get Big Doug to play Spell Break. I think we all. I, I actually played that last week too. You had you had that you had that train before and you lost it. You I know because I didn't I didn't keep the everybody on it. But I no. think if I get everybody on, we can do five v fives, nine v nines. There's still the battle royal mode. Like there's, I think there's a chance that it's free to play. And you like it because it's cross play. Like you can play it on. Yeah, I like it for that reason, and I like how it feels. Like I like that's what she said. The jumping because you can fly. <laughs> I like the perks of like invisibility or teleporting. Or there's one perk where you can reverse time. Mm-hmm. 
So you'll be running and you reverse time, and the person will keep moving. That's and what like, Tracer does in Overwatch. Yeah, you, and then you're Whoa. behind them all of a sudden, and they're like, "Oh no!" And then blah blah blah. <laughs> and, oh no! And how the elements mix are really great. I was using wind the other day, and I threw a yeah, poison cool. bomb into the wind. You would like it. I think you would really like I it. I had downloaded it. But you guys only played once. I know. So I downloaded it after you guys played. And we're like, we're going to play again. And then no one played. So I understand. Okay. It. I'm going to set up. I would like to use one of Shelby's Monday set night. Set up in the underpowered Discord. Yeah, I will. The Monday night game nights that you do, Shelby. Do you think we could talk Dr. Z into it and get a group going? I mean, we could probably try that once. But okay. have you heard of this game called Apex <laughs> Legends? Yeah, that sounds uh, like it's for people that take shooters really serious. This one, you can jump and float around and not be great at shooting. It sounds like we need to get you graduated <laughs> up, up to some Apex Legends. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. Mm-mm. No way. I, if I go to anything else, it'd be Overwatch, to be honest with you. That's, yep. Is Apex Legends on Switch? It is, and it runs very poorly. <laughs> That's usually Casey's filter of what did, games did, did you download it? And play no, it all? I just I, the Nintendo's when we were on, they were all talking about it, and it did not port that great. There, there's a lot of technical issues initially. It's gotten better, but there was a lot of things. And I was like, this sounds like a pain. Speaking of issues, uh, Epic and Apple are having tons of issues with each other right now. The big three news. So many issues. issues. They should just make up. Ongoing saga of Apple versus Epic. This isn't our big three news story. So. Uh, a lot's come out. We wanted to kind of talk about it last week, but we kind of wanted to see how the first week or so played out. Um, Sony does not look good. I think, Shelby, that was your big takeaway. Why don't you take it from there? What was your thoughts? Uh, you know, they took some statements from Xbox and Sony, and it just feels like PlayStation is kind of kind of puts their foot in their mouth here and there, and I think they did so a little bit here as well. Um, in regards to Microsoft, what they were coming to make their statement regarding in the case was how they're how they sell consoles at a loss mm-hmm. which yeah is that's not a crazy surprise. i mean that's something that's been re- rumored for a, lo- a while now casey was surprised by that i feel like i've known that consoles usually don't make their money back for like a decade or whatever after they yes but microsoft said they've never made money off a console they make it off the back end they still don't make money off yeah. the console where other companies eventually they get a return on the console over time that's not Microsoft's MO. And that no. kind of surprised me. It, it does make Sony look really bad because Sony's the one that like Sony's the one that does not want yeah. to let their system play with us. And others. that comes a little bit later in this write-up that we're reading from the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. Um could we rewind a yeah. second and what is the case about for anyone that isn't aware? For those that don't know, uh Epic last year made this commercial. Like compared Apple to 1984, they did the whole 1984 commercial that Apple did, and it was basically that they they're upset that Apple takes a chunk of the in-game profit from transactions or whatever they do on the on the Through Apple iOS, platform right? for iOS. And then what Epic did said, if you play on this platform, it's cheaper, which obviously would make Apple a bit upset. Uh, because why would they want to hurt their bottom line? Um, a lot of weird things have come out from this because, like, I like they're talking about every gaming company is getting involved in a little money. One that I heard about Nintendo was it says specifically in Nintendo's contract if you work with the Yakuza or if your company is affiliated with the Yakuza, you can't be part of Nintendo. 
they like had a very firm stance on the Japanese mafia. I, mean, I feel like that's fair. That's like a international terrorist kind of, you know, mafia. Whoa, mafia whoa, group. whoa. That's, they kill people, hey, you know? You know? <laughs> sure, sure. I'm not, yeah, I want, yeah. I, 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 but but yeah um, just crazy stuff like that is coming out of this so far um, microsoft and sony as industry peers practice justify ios's 30 percent rate both companies charge epic the same commission to rebuke this epic has claimed that console makers like microsoft and sony need their 30 percent cut on game sales and their digital stores since the hardware is sold at a loss that's like one of the counterpoints right like there, it's some weird things that they're arguing a lot of little nuances mm-hmm. um i remember they add they asked uh, who was it Tim uh, Schaefer, when he was on the stand, if he knew what Eurogamer was. And he just had done an interview with Eurogamer like a week and a half prior. Like, yes, I know what Eurogamer is. Like, they're asking things like they don't know. They had to ask for clarification. Uh-huh. It, it's weird. There, there's dudes talking about video games that don't know a lot about video yeah, games. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it, 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 the, you know, if you try to drill this case down Out. to the nitty gritty black and white, it gets kind of convoluted just because of all the inner workings that we've seen with these two megacorps going at it. But I mean, long story short, mm-hmm. Epic is upset on how much Apple was taking in terms of the cut on yeah. the purchasables. Fortnite. Fortnite specifically. Right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they kind of got in a cut in in a big debate about it and now it's going to court and there's a whole bunch of legal jargon in here and it's just interesting Mm. what's coming out of it in regards to last week i saw a story based on user acquisition for epic and all their free giveaways which i found interesting and then now we're getting statements on some of the inner workings with the console sales of xbox and then eventually this article and some of the documentation that came out today had to do with Sony and cross play with Fortnite. But one of the big arguments in this case is, you know, those console makers, i.e. Xbox and Sony in this particular situation, sell their console as a lo- at a loss. So the counterpoint to that was Apple is selling their products at a profit. Therefore, they don't feel that the same profit share should be had on an Apple device, which is profitable and comparable to a console, which is not. So, I mean, they're just going to continue to butt heads and bring points and counterpoints. And I don't think this is ending anytime soon. Like, this is going to be an ongoing case that will continue to eat up headlines in the gaming news. And even once this decision is made, it's going to get appealed, you know, and go Mm -hmm. through that whole process probably a couple of times and... It's interesting because it's a lot of money getting thrown around. Epic has all that Fortnite money and Apple has Apple money. And, you know, now that Microsoft's pulled into it, Sony's pulled into it. There's all this, it's a battle of giants. That's for sure. Basically just them trying to be like, well, we charge, you guys charge money. We get to charge money too. I'm surprised. I wonder if Valve, has Valve been pulled into it at all either? Because I know they're the ones that kind of triggered Epic's, uh, cuts in the first well, place and... you're also learning from how much developers are getting from epic and like uh mm-hmm. the, i always butcher this the meat boy game super meat boy was the sequel correct mm-hmm. the developers only yeah. got fifty thousand through epic or something like that for it and what happened was epic added itch.io app to the epic game store and now the thing oh. is they have offensive and sexualized games as the attack uh there's a funny meme of edgeworth from Phoenix Wright going, you are aware, sir, that itch.io includes so-called adult games such as Sisterly Lust. So, like, it's it's like, <laughs> take that! Like that. It's right after it. Um, of, like, being in the Yeah, it, no, it's it's from, it's the Phoenix Wright. It's the whole thing, but they just changed the, yeah. yeah. Great, yeah. Um, 
I'm curious how this plays out. I if I don't think Epic wins this. To be perfectly I'm honest. just I just find it so interesting on what is coming out of this yeah, case. I don't, yeah, I don't. And, and and like the stuff that it's tapping into, I never even would have imagined Same. would have been on the radar. Exactly. For oh. it to be publicly, you know, exposed the way it is. In fact, there's oh, some yeah. documentation here that Sony let out in regards to crossplay that never should have got out. They hate cosplay. Right? No, they're a bad guy. Not necessarily, bad guy. but but. Well, I mean, so, yeah, so why is Sony a bad guy in this? So, so there's a statement here that basically says, what is the advantage of making it cross play between Fortnite on their devices and what's come out their their whole stance? And, no one has explained to us how it benefits us. That's their whole thing. They take that. Like, how does this benefit <laughs> Sony? Right. It's like, well, it benefits it because everyone gets to play on their preferred platform. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. I mean, at least they said it. Yeah. yeah it's it's interesting and i'm sure it'll be ongoing but it, it it's just it's just funny to watch you know you're yeah. watching these two megacorps go at it over something like this and you got the fanboys on each side that are screaming at the top of their lungs um mm-hmm. yeah i'm sure we'll get more interesting stories to come out of this uh and debate like, for it sure makes you, if you step back it makes you kind of realize how much money they get from each of those cuts because why else would apple yeah. who's a billion billion dollar trillion dollar whatever company be fighting this unless you know that's a lot of money for them well another thing in the news too that to move on in the last nationalist time there was an op-ed piece about how much do kids learn from educational video games and they were talking about a rating system could address that like if you had a rating system about oh this game helped my kid learn blank like a um, through f we, we know <laughs> kind of you know like we have uh kids learn from educational television programs right this is the argument like sesame street blue's clues right I watch a lot of Nick Jr. I don't really think... I mean, Umizoomi probably taught my son shapes. Same with that, that makes sense, actually. That, that tracks. Yeah, uh, yes. Magic School Bus. It tracks. That <laughs> Magic School Bus is great. I, it's still a great scientific resource for young kids. I fully agree. I think video games can work as an educational tool, but I'm curious as how you would rate if a kid learns from a game. Like you'd have to correlate some type of test score. This is like me putting on my Take teacher hat for it because I think there's and one of them you let <laughs> yes. watch TV and one of them you let play video. It's games. not a battle between the two. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> but it's a is study. It? <laughs> and then they fight in the arena. Mm-hmm. So when Brain you say fight. that there would need to be some sort of test to prove they learned something, isn't that video games? Like you get to the boss and you got to show you have a skill set in the game? Kind of, yes. But I'm saying if there's overall skill learned, like uh, uh, reasoning or if they learn, if so they absorb the knowledge too. Work. Like Mario Missing, Mario's Missing is a horrible game. We've talked about it before on this podcast. It's It's trash. But I did learn some historical facts from it in second grade because I had to read it and I played it for a whole weekend. Mm-hmm. And I was very disappointed that, <laughs> that weekend. So does this story, do they have, is it just an opinion piece or is there This is just actual, an opinion piece. Okay. So there's and no I, I brought facts or science, like... No, no, no. Like this is proven or no? No, this is not proven. I mean, there, there has been some studies that there is some educa- educational game, but they're not like traditional video games like Tetris, right? Yeah. Although Tetris can show spatial reasoning. You could argue that too. I I always say this. I think Portal 2 should be a standard game that every high schooler has to beat to get their degree. <laughs> 
I don't know if you can put that on like yeah, their, I don't know. Like as like work. you have to beat it to to live. In the like world. all your classes, put it as a credit requirement. Show me in game credits <laughs> on Portal Two. Right. So, what okay. video game do you think is? I guess my question as I shift this. This is what I want to talk about. What do you, what get video game would you require as an educational piece? Minecraft beating the Ender Dragon. I feel like that's a pretty obvious one. Pretty like most a lot of schools with Minecraft. do Minecraft and things already. I don't know. There's yeah. a lot of phone yeah. games that have uh, the word association and letter jumbles. You know, something in that vein sure. would be the obvious choice. You know, having a four year old that likes to play iPad when in, I'm working in my office. You know, we intentionally try to get her onto games that are learning based, right? L- um, letter recognition, numbers, right. stuff of that nature. So I think that's the obvious answer here in regards to something that would fit into a good rating system. For sure. I think there's something to it. So PBS Kids has a great th- app. My daughter, uh, again, she's almost three. During potty training, there's a game about where you drag Elmo to the potty or Abby to the potty from Sesame Street. <laughs> it motivated her Sorry. to be like, oh, Elmo's got to go to the potty. And then it she, it made her. She loved Elmo, right? Oh, She's she loves Elmo and Abby. Like Elmo. you said, too, that there, there's tons of softwares for it. I And I'm all for gamifying education. I think if anybody's interested in gamifying, Gim Kit's like a great resource for teachers I... to use. Cause... Things like that, but F- farming sim. Oh, Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley would be pretty good. Stardew Valley would actually be way Perfect. more. I was trying to think of more like <laughs> kind of funny, silly one, but like farming sim. Teach kids where their food comes from. For sure. You know they have to bat. You have to manage your money and your balance. <laughs> like I feel like financial education would be a very good thing for kids to learn. I think Stardew, Stardew does, does all that. You it have does. to, uh, and it teaches interpersonal relationships. Stardew might be the game to <laughs> give to kids to learn. Uh, I, um, I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to have, it's a media platform, right? So you can go and you sure. can watch a documentary on where your food comes from and learn something, or yeah. you can watch the new Mortal Kombat movie and learn nothing, right? I mean, the same is true here. There's a lot of big name titles that uh, aren't going to teach you much. Uh, I learned why our planet is still protected to this day. <laughs> and um, I learned how to rip someone's trachea out of their throat. So. All, all I mean, skills that you need to graduate in America. Yep. Yeah, yeah, there, I learned that there is a lightning god that helps protect us. Yeah, Raiden you know. or Thor. Yes, both. Raiden. Both, um, either or. They take turns. One's night, one's Speaking day. Speaking of Mortal Kombat, that is a Hall of Fame game, right? Is it? I would say so. Is it's it? in the game Hall of Fame. I mean, I would say so, but is it actually? What, what does anybody learn from Animal Crossing? That's the real question. Ah, uh, man, <laughs> what don't you learn about from Animal Crossing? You learn how to relax and start an island, and you learn that raccoons named Tom Nook can't be trusted. And our, in our third story, Animal Crossing <laughs> is an, among the four inductees into the video game Hall yes. of Fame. The other three, this was interesting, StarCraft, which is well-deserved, mm-hmm. Microsoft Flight Simulator, uh, in the last one this year, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Oh, nice! That's an educational game. You got to learn about the world. That is a great game. That is a great <laughs> game about geography. You're actually absolutely right. That is, um, yeah. it's interesting. I think Animal Crossing has earned its place. Uh, and well, yeah, it uh, Mortal Kombat was actually inducted in 2019. I was gonna say I found that where it was inducted only yeah. two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, I think Street Fighter is obviously like it, the more legendary game. Let's be. I feel like it should have been, but I know it. A Mortal Kombat is actually to to go down a different path. Is like Mortal Kombat actually is the reason why the ESRB and the rating system True. for video games exists in the first place. True. True. Well, it's because of the 
the blood, the realistic blood in the game and the fatality. Let me ask you this. Stuff. Do you think Animal Crossing would be on this list if it wasn't for the pandemic? Oh. No. Because it's not the current one. It's the one from the GameCube. And the one from the GameCube did a lot of interesting stuff, oh. right? Or it's a series as a whole, right? I think that's... The picture they show is the one from the GameCube because that's the original Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing in general, then? That's the question. Um, but either way, I think they... I... It definitely, you know, triggered someone to look into the Animal Crossing you know universe whether the mm-hmm. pandemic was had happened or not i don't think it would have been in as soon as it was maybe yeah i'm kind of surprised that the game version is the one in discussion here and it seems well that's the first one i think i think that's why i don't i, I think when games like this get into the hall of fame it like just the represents the series oh got it right like Mario Mario games are in there, like the the standalone, right? Like uh, Street Fighter. Yeah, because I Go ahead. feel like New Leaf would be the title to reference here, right? The first Pocket Edition, the one on 3DS. Yeah, that was the best one. Like yeah. New Horizons good, but New Leaf is much better. There's things I like much better on it. Um, yeah, I was surprised too, but I think it's because of the pandemic. I think Microsoft Flight Simulator 2 was a big game during the pandemic and it got people... To, I know people played that for years, but the new one yeah. got a lot of hype this last year. I don't know. It kind of feels like Animal Crossing is the odd man out here. You know, those three games referenced are like titans and cornerstones of the industry in some <laughs> in some way. And Animal Crossing doesn't feel this, like it's quite there yet, in my I, opinion. I, this Nintendo Wire article is saying it's the original Animal Crossing that was inducted. Sumo. But I think StarCraft makes sense. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator, like pretty crazy stuff, right? Where is where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Wide reach, somewhat educational, Animal Crossing. How come there hasn't been a new Carmen San Diego? I don't know about. Is there new games? They made a new cartoon. What do you do with a Carmen San Diego yeah. right now? There's the cartoon, which is nothing like the <laughs> no, really. or the game. Like it's. If you watch, I watch with my kids, and I was like, the "Nope." Ch- what was what was the main boss lady called? The chief. I, I I remember the game show on PBS. It was great, and I think the video game could be great. I think a, an app, a Carmen San Diego app, could exist, and you could update it all the time, and kids would love it. Dude, I bet you a Carmen San Diego app does exist. So the internet there definitely is with like the cartoon. Also, the internet ruins everything. So if like True. you're trying to do a mystery, like <laughs> where is this located in the world? Like you are one Google search away from ruining the entire experience. What if you get locked into the game? Like you can't change. Your... Oh, this is interesting. Uh, how Mifflin Harcourt has the website for that and if you don't know how mifflin hardcore is a producer of math textbooks and science textbooks they're a they're a textbook i did not know that. i'm on to them there's an unofficial it. <laughs> there's an unofficial game called where in hell is carmen san diego mm. oh santiago carmen santiago uh, that's how they don't get sued <laughs> different <laughs> city well that's random and speaking of random let's move to our final segment Random questions. Random questions pulled from a dirty plastic box. What do we got? I had one too from something we talked about earlier, and I wanted to write it down, but I didn't have a pen, and I of course forgot it. <laughs> so you did. I didn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. To the box. To the box. We're gonna make this as random as possible. What soup? What very difficult cuts would you make if you were the superintendent of your school district? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Casey, why don't you take the lead on this one? <laughs> well, um, science, science goes first. Science gets a raise. Uh, 
That's what for anyone that doesn't know, that's what he teaches, at least right Actually, now. Actually, <laughs> let's do a different one just in case. Let's, let's uh, can't answer that. That's I can, I can only say those behind Do closed a, doors. You could joke. It's just jokes, guys. Eh? It's just jokes. It's just jokes. Uh, no, I can't answer that. <laughs> I really can't. Like that'd be bad. No, you can't answer that. You can't answer that. <laughs> I believe the would fit. You cut? I mean, probably the janitorial staff. The kids can clean up after no, themselves. No, that's people's job, Shelby. That oh, they need. What, yeah. the, what is wrong with you? No, I'm not cutting anything so in the education cut, program. So you wouldn't cut any jobs. I'm not going uh, there. I'm I, not going there. No, would... no. New question. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. If I, if, if, if I could, I would cut the amount of money spent on high school sports. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Casey, what are your thoughts on that? Hey, it's his call. It's his school. <laughs> <laughs> I think at the collegiate level, that is a good call because uh, only collegiate death. Yeah, it's so crooked. Yeah. But, um, and by the yeah, way, the again... janitorial staff is great. Let, let me backtrack a little bit as well because my wife <laughs> works as a teacher and those people make the world go around. Yeah, dude. There's right. two people you don't Who's... make mad. There's two people you don't make mad. Okay. The custodial staff. And the front office. That's like, <laughs> a teacher. You uh, need them to be your best friend. What about the like the cooks? The they're oh players? and yeah, they're part yes. of the front office. I would put them in there too. The cafeteria and the cooks. Absolutely, they give you the dirt on like if kids are having a hard time or who's getting picked on. Like they uh. can pick up on that stuff. So let's go to the next <laughs> would card. Would you rather have everyone <laughs> love you but hate yourself, or the reverse? Well, I already have the first one, so uh... I'm. <laughs> I was <gonna> say. <laughs> And I take, or what's the other one? What's the what? reverse? I blanked, I blanked out. Everybody so, hates you, but you love yourself. Oh, I'll take that one for sure. And then I'll just live in the woods, you know, by myself. Yeah, if you love yourself, you don't. If you have kids, does that mean they hate you too? Everyone, it says. Everyone. Everyone. You can't have a pet. No, I'd rather hate <laughs> myself. I can get you through can't that. have a Sorry. pet immediately. Mm-hmm. No. no. I'd rather be loved and like look at myself, but like I can be better. What about you, Shelby? What about Shelby? Yeah, don't you don't get to play the fifth. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna move right on. Um, I, I mean, it's <laughs> he's having a stroke. I mean, be, you can only find happiness if you appreciate and love yourself. I don't know, man. Have you ever seen someone on a jet ski? They look pretty happy. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen an unhappy person on a jet ski? I don't know. I think of like I think of Chris Farley. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like this guy that loves. is just like a joy for everyone, makes everyone laugh, and then like yeah, and some dark stuff That's there, true. right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So there's the heavy portion of our podcast. <laughs> Next question: What's your favorite raunchy oh. movie? Oh, um, like a comedy? Okay. Uh, I mean, I. I still love American Pie, but I don't know how well it holds that's up. That's what I thought of first. Uh, yeah, because it's a super, it's like, that's our teen raunchy movie. Another great raunchy one is Road Trip, actually, probably my uh, favorite. It's not a long time. Mm, it's a good movie. Good. good movie. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the guy, you know, that's the same director who did Joker. What? The new Joker? The new Joker with... <laughs> really? How do you, where do you get these facts? <laughs> Phillips. It, that's who it's it is. That I don't believe you. I just wouldn't have connected the two. Google it. Google it. Google it. Google it. The you internet Google doesn't it. lie. He did Road Trip. You're, I don't know if he did your trip, but he did uh, Old School. Super Bad. Super Bad's a good one. Super Bad is good. Super Bad yeah. is good. 
I just rewatched that recently, and it still holds up. I just up. watched that recently. Actually, we watched it together. That's right. I was at I was at Doug's. Did we watch it together? Yeah, I was at Doug's. He put it on. <laughs> yeah, when yeah. I came over after the fights. That's right. We did yeah, watch it's like time and place too, right? Like knocked up. I think is pretty fond mm-hmm. um, in my memory. I really liked uh, role models. That was one that I really liked. A great movie. That's a great yeah, one. Role models is fun. I mean, role models definitely. Oh yeah, raunchy, raunchy. Role models is kind of raunchy. There's like uh, I would put that in there. The... the kid is the most raunchy yeah. part of it. Yeah, he just wants to see like boobies the whole time. Or yes, whatever. I see boobs everywhere. What was the one <laughs> where it was like so and so make a porno? Zach and Mary make a porno. Oh, that is it. Yes. Yep, I remember that one being. All that right. movie was not that good. I mean, and I like Kevin Smith, but it was like, yeah, a couple of one-liners. I'm trying to think of other ones. Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, that's uh, pretty raunchy. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what other ones out there. Like, uh, I mean, you got like Fast Times and stuff from, I don't know if those count. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Those 80s. I mean, there's definitely 80s ones. You got like Porky's. Oh, The Hangover. The Hangover, oh, yeah. yeah. That would Hangover's be one. Hangover's classic. The other good one is this one I just recently watched called The Good Boys. It's uh, about these kids going into sixth grade. It's kind of funny. You can watch it on HBO. Um, they're trying to go to like a spin the bottle party, and it's like all the mishaps of them. Oh, I've never school. seen the ads. For it's that. it's funny. It's good. Get under the Greek is another good yeah, one too. Forgetting Sarah Marshall came to mind, but is that is that raunchy? Oh, like I don't know if that's raunchy. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. I Wedding Crashers. But again, is that raunchy? I don't. I, uh... Oh, for sure. It's not for sure. He's getting a. Uh, you know, like the scene where he is the, the old lady is like at the dinner table, button, you know, yeah, you know, um, and oh man, fast times for sure, American Pie, like we said, like I think we just gave a good list of raunchy movies, <laughs> right? We, we were like, oh man, because like, it's like, oh, we like all these ones, um, but my for me, Road Trip would be the top. I think that's it. I think we, we tapped our funny bones there for a bit. We're good. We wrapped I it. know I did. All right. If you want more of us, feel free to we follow us it. on our social channels. They're in the attached description, if you were wondering. Our website is underpoweredmedia.com. Twitch channel is Underpowered TV. We're chatting in Discord. Check it out. Casey will give you some Monster Hunter tips over there. So get locked and loaded. Please leave us a review. Five stars. It would be so kind. That is a wrap for this week. We are out. Play your game.